Hi guys, this is Mike here again. I just want to share a story with you, or a couple of stories actually, about what happened to me when I was in Korea, South Korea. So I stayed in South Korea for a while, so some crazy stuff I guess was bound to happen to me. So I remember uh, the first job that I had, I had these two kids in my class. One was Jeff and the other one was Mac. You're going to kind of realize later why I remember their names. They weren't in my first class, but they were definitely my most rowdy class. Jeff was kind of, if you can, if you can picture it, I mean, they're all South Korean, so they all have this similar Korean-esque type of look, but he was pretty slim, tall for his age. All these kids in, in this particular class were about six or seven years old. Anyway, he was a little bit of a troublemaker. And the other kid, Mac, he was kind of wide-eyed and really innocent-looking, loved smiling at you. So I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if Jeff, because he was a little bit mischievous, that now he probably is getting into trouble or something. These guys are probably older than teenagers. This kind of shows how old I am. But Anyway, so... Jeff decided when Mac was actually writing on the board one day, it'd be really funny to pull out the chair from underneath him. And wow, that didn't really turn out really well. Mac was basically writing on the board. He's a little bit short. So he's writing on the board. Jeff pulls out the chair. He does a face plant straight on the floor. I thought that he probably hit his shoulder, maybe hit his leg or something. He did hit his face, but luckily, I mean, you know, at that age, they can take a lot, but he did hit his teeth. So I, I picked him up, you know, because he's like six years old, guy's crying, he's in pain, out of his mind. And I thought, oh, he must be crying, so there's some tears on my shoulder, but it was blood. So he did kind of hit his mouth on the floor. I don't know why you would open your mouth when you're falling on the floor. I did feel bad for him, really bad. So the manager came rushing in. I don't know if it's because they heard the kids crying or maybe they saw me on the camera. And I think I probably left home, left for home on, the, on that day. A couple of days I came back, actually. This was after I got robbed when I was in my apartment in Seoul. But that's another story. So they brought me back to the school and they told me that they, they wanted to fire me. So they'd give me a little bit of the money that uh, they did, did owe me. But they actually subtracted the amount of money that they paid for my visa, the amount of money that they paid for me to go over to Osaka so I could get my working visa. And I was left with about $190. So I'm stuck in South Korea. I have probably $700, can't go home. And I'm thinking South Korea is the worst place that I've ever been to in my entire life because of this one bit of horrible luck. Nonetheless, I did survive. So fast forward a couple of months, because I actually moved to Jeju-do, which is an island off the coast of Korea. And I, I was working there and I was, I was fine. And I actually had an Australian teacher, it was a middle-aged guy that I worked with. We'll call him G. G used to sit in his underwear and just drink beer and he would always tell people 
anybody who'd come over to the house that they should sit beside him and drink beer with him. He had kind of a beer gut. He loved drinking beer, like I said, and he was actually in South Korea because he was running away from his wife because of failed child support payments. So I remember walking with my friend pretty early in the morning and we went past G. And I asked him, where did you go? Because he didn't come back home last night, he said. I was drinking all night with the boss, our boss. So I'd asked him, where did you sleep? Uh, yeah, I slept down by the river. <laughs> Great. I remember after I left Jejudo, I actually went over to Daegu, which is probably the third or fourth biggest city in South Korea. South Korea is a small place, so everybody knows everybody. Maybe. Anyway, so when I went over to Daegu University, I remember rushing home at about 10.30 at night. I was actually with a bunch of, I guess, foreigners. Foreigners is the way that they use to describe people who are not from that country. And it's only in Asia that I started using this word foreigners all the time. Anyway, so me and this guy Dave, who's an American guy, who's one of the weirdest American guys that I ever met because he actually was born and raised in Indonesia and then he moved to America. And his sister was the same. So... We're running back to the dormitory. It's about 10.30 at night, and we're trying to race back to the dormitory and hoping the guard doesn't close the gate at 11 o'clock because then we'd be locked out and we have to stay out for the rest of the night. What a weird... I was just thinking to myself, you know, 23, 24 years old, and I have a curfew, and i got to go back to the dormitory. Luckily. So... I used to go to this place called Itaewon over in Seoul a lot. And Itaewon is basically, I guess, the foreigner's place. If you want to get Indian food in South Korea, you can go to Itaewon. You want to get Mexican food over in South Korea, you can go to Itaewon. There's a similar place actually over in Tokyo called Roppongi where you can basically get the same deal. If foreign stuff isn't really your thing, you can go to the high-end shopping place in Seoul called Apkujong. There's a similar place over in Tokyo called Ginza. I'll always remember Apkujong because that's the only place that I have ever bought a $10 beer just to be in a silly, trendy bar. So when I was in Korea, back in Jejudo, I asked to do this thing called Hapkido, which is kind of the Korean form of Aikido. If you guys don't know the difference between Hapkido and Aikido and karate, Hapkido is like Taekwondo, but you flip people around a lot. You throw people. There's a lot of joint locks. I won't really get into the specifics of it, but I got my black belt in it. And it's because I was able to remember all the forms. It's not because I was able to go kick anybody's butt or anything. This is kind of the reason why there's so many little kids with black belts in South Korea. And yeah, they know all the forms and they can kick and stuff, but I don't know if they'll be able to take on full-grown man in a bar fight or anything nonetheless that's why there's a lot of black belts there i used to go to this place called manhua Chekbang, which is kind of like a it's kind of like a a little library but all the books were just comic books and you can sit there and read for like seven eight bucks you can read there for like eight hours all the comics that you want i don't know if people really do that these days because comic books anymore right 
There's another place I used to go to called uh, Mogyaktang, which is it's kind of like this uh, place where you go there and it's like a sauna. It's like a naked sauna. <laughs> so there's one side for women, there's one side for men. And basically they have these three pools. They have like a burning hot pool, a cold pool, and a warm pool. And basically the idea behind all of these pools is that it opens up your pores so that your skin can breathe. There's like salt and minerals inside too. You need to shower before you enter so like the water's not supposed to be dirty even though maybe it is, maybe it isn't. So they don't really like people that have tattoos um, there. And you also have to be comfortable with nudity. This place is actually really interesting because in a small town, it'll cost you maybe $4 or $5 to go sleep there. And you can actually go there, take a shower, go to sleep, wake up in the morning and just go. Mind you, you're going to be sleeping in a room with a bunch of men all together on the floor. Everybody, they have these pajamas that they let you, they loan you out, but everybody's just sleeping. If you're lucky, it'll be quiet. If you're not lucky, you'll probably have some dude who's in the same room with you who snores like a horse. That's happened to me before, believe me. Anyway, guys, I want to thank you guys for joining me. I hope you guys enjoyed. Kind of short but sweet. A little bit of, sh- a little bit of these stories about South Korea that I had. This is Mike here in Taiwan signing off. And I will catch you guys in the next one. Take care and you have a good night.